Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 21 of Be With Me in the book of 2 Corinthians, that is, season 11. I'm going to title today, Divine Accounting. We're going to learn about a passage in 2 Corinthians. We talked about it yesterday, and it's parallels with Isaiah chapter 53. The passage from yesterday is 2 Corinthians 5.21, this great, rich, theologically uh, dense passage. Here it is. For our sake, he made him to be sin, the Father made Jesus to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So the Father is making Jesus to be regarded as sin, even though he knew no sin, so that in him, in Christ, we might become the righteousness of God. So through Christ, and though Christ was without sin, God made him to be sin, that is, treated as sinful, regarded and marred by it. And he did that for our sake. He put our sins on Jesus uh, as if Jesus was uh, the, the one whose those sins were accounted to. So Christ bore our sins and substituted himself in that way. Similarly, in Isaiah 53, the same idea is brought forth. So here's the picture I want to leave you with today before we get to Isaiah 53. Jesus on the left, me on the right. There's an arrow that goes from me to Jesus, and that is my sins. My sins are imputed to Jesus. They're transferred to Jesus, and Jesus is regarded as if he's got my sins. And then another arrow from Jesus to me, from, in my mind, left to right here, where the righteousness of Jesus is imputed to me. That is, it's transferred to me, and I am treated as if, number one, my sins are gone, and number two, his righteousness is upon me. Upon me, Jesus is regarded as if the sins were transferred upon him, and his righteousness had, had left him in a way. So this is kind of the the crazy math that God does. And I'm going to call this the divine accounting. That's where the title comes from. It's been a concept that we've been waiting for this for 700 years, as said the New Testament uh, readers. That is, since the book of Isaiah, and specifically Isaiah 53, which is all about uh, Jesus in a not very uh, guarded way. Let me read a couple of passages. This is Isaiah 53, 4. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. So similarly to our passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, he has borne our griefs, that is our sin. He is crushed for our iniquities, that is our sins. The Lord has laid upon him the iniquity, that is the sins of us all. And then let me go down to verse 11. Out of the anguish of his soul he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many 
to be accounted righteousness. Excuse me, make many to be accounted righteous. So there's the divine accounting here. And he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he has poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. He bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. So again here, he shall bear their iniquities, verse 11. He bore, their, he bore the sins of the many. So we have Jesus taking upon himself the sins of the many and giving righteousness to the many. So we sit in the catbird seat with our sins gone and his righteousness imputed to us or transferred to us, or we are regarded as if we have that. So this accounting is grossly in our favor. He became something that he was not, that is sinful, so we could become something that we are not, that is righteous. He was found to be sin, so we could be found in him. We could be found acceptable to him. So we are found sinless, we are regarded as righteous, and we're treated, uh, and the Lord forgives us. So the Lord lays upon him, Jesus, my sin, so that I could be regarded as without sin, therefore righteous. So this is, uh, I have two responses to this today. One is this is glorious and this is awe, you know, this is above my pay grade and it just leads me to worship. The other one, the on the other hand, and this is my main emotion this morning, is just the grievousness about this. So my behavior, my thoughts has enacted such a costly and a painful rescue plan that this divine accounting this is this isn't just without cost accounting this is the most costly thing of all a father sent his son to sac- be sacrificed and die to fix this accounting imbalance so on one hand this is great news lord we've been waiting for this news since isaiah this is 2700 years ago as it was now We've been waiting for this great news that was veiled a little, a little bit in Isaiah uh, chapter 53. And oh, the, the awe to have God re- regard me as if my sin was transferred to Jesus and his righteousness was transferred to me. This promise from Isaiah 53 finds its fulfillment in Christ and now its explanation in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 2021. We are regarded as what we are not at great cost. And I'd like to live my my life today as if the cost was worth it. I'm going to say the verse one more time just in conclusion. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21. Let's go live today as if that divine accounting was worth it.